Hello, everyone. My name is Ryan, and welcome to High Tech on Life. So I'm going to paint a picture for you. It's an old picture, circa mid-90s. The phone rings. And you know exactly where the phone is because it's the only freaking phone in the house. It's in the same spot. And you go up to it, it's hanging on the wall. It's got the 30-foot-long coiled cable so you can walk all the way down the hall or into the other room and shut the door so you can talk in peace. Who remembers that? Raise of hands, please. Okay, that's probably three-quarters of our audience. I remember that. That's how our house was. It was a weird day when we got the cordless phone. You know? I mean, for us, we actually started, you know, back in the early 80s when I came on the scene. And throughout most of the 80s, really, we had the uh, the rotary phone. You know, the, you, you put your finger in the nine, then you... Put in the four. And that's how you dial the number, right? That is just, that's how it was. Funnily enough, my wife's grandma still has that phone in her basement. Boom. Crazy. I called my parents from it. They thought it was hilarious. So that's how life was back when I was growing up. We started with the rotary phone. And then one day we got this cool new phone where you just push the buttons and it dialed for you. It was weird. And we hung it on the wall and it had the big old long cord. Well, now at first, hold on, that's not entirely true. At first it had about a three foot cord. Same old coiled cord going from the hand, the handset to the main base of the phone. But then we realized fairly quickly that that was not going to be long enough. In order for my mom to be able to walk around the kitchen and like if she was cooking dinner or something and she had a very important phone call uh, with her mother or something that she needed to talk to her, then she could move around the kitchen and do things without having to worry about, you know, just having to sit by the phone and saying, hold on, mom, got to go do something and then go do it and then come back. Then there was that magical day when we hit the next upgrade and home phone technology, which was the cordless phone. Now, this was, <laughs> this was by no means the first model of phone, of cordless phone that was out there. We had waited a very long time for the technology to, you know, be adequate. And adequate it was. Do you remember when you, you dropped a call because you were too far away? It wasn't even called drop. It, like, it just disconnected or something. It was very weird. And, you know, we never had the one with the extendable antenna. Those were awesome. I had some friends with those. Those were cool. Like, the phone rings next to you, pull out the antenna and hit the button. Hello? No, we had the, I don't know, maybe three-inch, three or four-inch nubbin antenna on the end of ours. And you couldn't really go, like, downstairs to the other side of the house. You could go directly downstairs, but you couldn't go like to the other end of the house with it. That's how it was with the phone growing up, right? And like I said from my poll earlier, about three quarters of our audience remembers that. Those of you who are 
of the Oregon Trail generation, uh, like myself and my wife, and also those who are part of the generation of the X variety, you will also remember all that in the transitions. And then there was this other little crazy box that came along that made our lives so much simpler. Caller ID. Who'd have thunk, right? Who would have known that this would make such a big splash? And I remember like we had to call up US Cellular. That was the company. Uh, that's no longer around our area, by the way. US Cellular, we had to add it to our current line. And uh, and then they had to send out a little box. And it just sat, you know, you had to run it through that and then into the phone. And it just sat right next to your phone and it brought up whoever was associated basically in the white pages with that number. Right? It could have been your best friend, but it said their parents' name. That kind of thing. Basic, basic caller ID. And another thing that I always found interesting, and I didn't know this at the beginning of my relatively short time on this earth, when the power went out, I always thought, well, now we're stuck here. What can we possibly do? Well, we had our AM radio, our little portable power, uh, battery-powered AM radio. And my mom would say, well, we, we can still call your father. He's, he's just at work. And I'd go, Mom, how are you going to call my dad? He's, the phones are down. The power's out. And she said, you silly little boy. The power does not affect the phone lines. I mean, mind blown. Really? That's a separate line coming into my house? It's crazy. So back in the day, that's basically how it was. You had your main phone of the house. If you were lucky, you had another phone in like, like we had another phone in my parents' room. And then we had our main phone. Those are the only two. So if you really did need to have a private conversation over the phone, you'd go into my parents' room. Oh, and remember this little thing? Hey, who, who's on the phone? Excuse me, can you get off the line? I'm on the phone. Huh? Huh? We all used to do that, right? You wonder who your mom's talking to? Pick up the phone really slowly so you can push the button and then lift it off. And thank heavens for the day when that mute button was created. You didn't even really have to do that anymore. You just pick it up and hit mute. And then you can listen in on your brother's or sister's or mother's conversation on the phone. They always knew you were doing it. You know, you'd always get that little click and you'd go, okay, somebody just picked up the line. Or my favorite. Oh, this, I completely forgot about this. This is the best. So we, I, I, I guess we could refer to it as the, uh, um, uh, like a Captain Oblivious kind of thing where you get the whole, let me see if I can recreate it. So, you know, uh, you're, you're sitting there talking on the phone and all of a sudden someone picks up the other phone and you hear, hey, hello, hello, I'm on the phone. Hello, Whoa, sorry, sorry, I didn't know you were on the phone. That was, that was my favorite one. I completely forgot about that. All the time. Happened all the time. Now, this is a huge step forward from what they used to have. If you've ever seen, like, uh, there's some old, what's the old movie? 
where they use the party lines. Anyways, they used to have party lines, you know, where a whole group of buildings or houses would just share one line. Thank goodness we don't have that anymore. And thank goodness I didn't have to grow up in that kind in that era of of when that happened. But hey, you know, you deal with the technology you have at the time. I'm sure we all would have been just fine. We didn't know what was coming down the, down the line. We didn't know cell phones were going to be around. I remember when my dad got his first cell phone. He actually still has the exact same number he had back in, I think, 89 or something, 89 or 90, when he brought home the first cell phone. And it was black. And it had a pull-up antenna. It was probably, I don't know, two inches thick. It wasn't the brick. It wasn't the brick phone like Zach Morris uses. But it was just, it actually flipped out, but it didn't, it only flipped out to reveal the number pad. Like you didn't have to flip it out to talk on it because the microphone was still, like you could use, you could lose that whole piece that flipped down and be just fine on the phone. And it had uh, just a little number display across the front as you dialed. And that was it. It was really cool. So it was like that brick phone because I think that's how the brick phone was. But it wasn't like, uh, it wasn't as big. I want to say it was maybe, like I said, two inches thick and probably, I don't know, six inches long and three inches wide. It wasn't a big phone, but it was the coolest thing ever. I wonder if he still has that. I should go look. And then my mom got one. It was a gray and it was a real flip phone. And it was gray and it had the pull-up antenna and you'd flip it down and it had the microphone on the part that flipped down and it had a green number display like on your alarm clock, that kind of thing where you could see the numbers, all that cool stuff. I remember stealing that phone, but that, that, was, uh, that was a lot thicker because it had the battery, like a bigger battery on the back. And I remember stealing that phone and like calling girls that I used to like and then hanging up really quick because that's what you do when you're a teenage boy is you, you sit there and you you muster up the courage to dial that number and you have it in. And then it's a whole other, like start over from scratch with the courage, buddy, because now you got to hit send on that call and you're, and you're just sitting there and then you hit send and you're like, okay, okay, okay. She's going to answer. And then she answered and you hung up really quick. Or if you were particularly brave that day, you actually said, hello, hello. Hi. Uh, this is, this is Ryan. And then you had a very awkward conversation. So going from that, I remember the only thing that I could really afford during that time was a PDA, a Palm Pilot. And they came out with the Palm Pilot and I thought it was the coolest thing in the world. I saved my money. I saved up my Chick-fil-A money because uh, that's where I worked in high school. I saved up that money. I made a Chick-fil-A and I bought a PDA, a Palm Pilot. I think it I think it was the original one, the, the Palm Pilot. What if I still have that? I'll have to go look through my stuff. If I find it, I will tweet out a picture. But that might be a while. I'm just saying. I do have a different palm. I found it the other day. Anyways, uh, I gotta just stay on topic here, huh? Okay, so I could only afford the PDA. And uh as that as that kind of progressed, you know, technology progressed with cell phones. The first cell phone I had was a little peanut phone. At least that's what I call it. It was from Motorola. It looked like a peanut and it was blue and it's such a great phone. I love that thing. I could chuck it around and I could text on it and call who I wanted to. Um, that was back when I only had a certain amount of minutes, but 
It was freedom because I had my own phone and I could do whatever I wanted to. And as both the cell phone and like personal digital assistant and other things started to to push forward, right? And that's when that kind of was the culmination of everything that the iPhone was and when the iPhone came out. And up until that point, we had like our flip phones. We had the the Razer. I remember when the Razer came out. It was the thinnest phone and I wanted that thing so bad, the Motorola Razer. And it was a flip phone with just very shallow um, play on the buttons, very futuristic at the time. And I think it took pictures too when that whole, uh, just barely when that, the cell phone picture thing was taken off. It took a while to get that thing going, but I remember I remember seeing some commercials for the first camera phones, and I'm going, yeah, like that's gonna catch on. Uh, dummy right here. I had no idea what I was looking at. So that's all we had at the time was the flip phone and like you know the little ones with just the numbers. They were about four inches tall, and they were like teeny teeny phones. I was watching Doctor Who the other day, and he had one in it. And I'm going, oh yeah, this was obviously shot before the iPhone came out. <sighs> you think he would have had the iPhone? I mean, time and space, right? Okay, anyways. So my whole point in going into all of this, and this whole backstory, and this anecdotal stuff that leads up to where we were, which was, you know, you had to, you knew your friend's phone number. Like, I still remember, um, at least three of my buddy's numbers growing up, their house number, because you had to know the house number in order to get a hold of them to see if they could play, see if they could go riding bikes or something. And that was the mentality back then. And I think one of the issues that we're running into is, do we really even need a landline anymore? And by default, like it's almost changed around on us. Because when you got a house back in the day, yeah, you would go and you would, uh, you just have the phone company set up a landline because you needed a phone, right? Well, as as a, I think my generation, um, like I graduated in two thousand one from high school, and that generation in those in those uh, years, as we were coming out of high school, or even before we got out of high school, we were just getting cell phones. Like that was our first foray into cell phones. And I remember I got mine at 18. Like as soon as I graduated high school, I went and got one or maybe it was like the week before because I actually had some money. So I got a cell phone. And as we're going through life and we're we're just using a cell phone because either we, you know, are still living with our parents, but we want our own phone or, or we're living from apartment to apartment or we're living with friends. You got to have your own phone so people can contact you. So it turned into, well, I have my own phone. And then when my wife and I were dating again and eventually getting married, we both had our own cell phones. And we'd had these cell phone numbers for, you know, six or seven years at that point. And and when when we moved into our first apartment and subsequent apartments, because we lived in a lot. Uh, we always just had those cell phones. You don't have to worry about changing the numbers or getting uh, it set up in each place. So then that begs the question on whether you even need a landline anymore. What is a landline nowadays? Is it something that is necessary in your home? 
and going back to the point where, uh, you know, you, you'd have to know your friend's numbers growing up. Uh, I'm not sure what my kids are going to do because currently we don't have a landline. We've only had one landline and I can't even remember why we did it. I think it was a package deal from Comcast or something. It was just included in the price. So we were able to get a landline and they just gave us a random number, which funnily enough is still on some documents that we had back then. Like, uh, our, we switched our bank account number to that number and, uh, or we switched the contact info on our bank account to that number. And so they can never get a hold of us because that line hasn't been live for years. I think like seven years, six or seven years now. And uh, so, so we're looking at our kids going, okay, well, who are their friends going to call when they want to come play? So far, it's been okay because we just sent them down the street. Like, hey, go see if so-and-so can play. Go see if your buddy wants to ride bikes. And they go and they play. And then us parents keep in contact with each other. So we'll text the parents or they'll text us like when we want our kids to come home or be done playing. And that's probably what the trade-off is going to be from now on. You know, and we've talked about getting a landline for that specific reason where people in our neighborhood, uh, our kids, friends, do we really want them calling our cell phones? Do we really want them to, like, I'll be at work and, and, uh, I mean, so this hasn't happened, but I'll be, let's say I'm at work and one of my kids' friends calls my cell phone because I'm technically the primary number in the house and that's who they end up calling for some reason. I'm not near my kid. So what's going to happen? What's his friend going to say? So we've toyed with getting a landline and they're really cheap. They're like five, 10 bucks a month if that. Sometimes they'll just throw them in for free. But we're just not sure if we're to that point yet. Maybe when winter comes and everybody's kind of, you know, batting down the hatches because winter's here and you just want to hibernate and you want to go, like your kid wants to go play in the snow with his friends. What's going to happen there? We just don't know yet. But another example, but we'll just kind of, we'll make that decision when we get there. I think it just depends on your house and how you're running things. And if you don't mind, like, like if you're super, you know, these, these, these days we're all about play dates and especially with the younger kids, like five and under, you know, or even six and under, you're going on play dates. You, you know, the parents coordinate, does so-and-so want to come over and play? Then, then you do your thing, right? So you know, get to know the parent and uh, your kid goes and plays with his friends for an hour or two, and then you go and you pick them up. Well, I kind of liked how we grew up where we were just running around wherever willy-nilly. And, but, you know, I knew my parents knew where I was. 80% of the time. And I'm okay with that as a parent. Like my kid can go and play. I know he's with his friend. And for the most part, I know what he's doing. And the difference that we have is I let my kid go and play. But then, you know, in the background, I'm communicating with my, you know, his friend's parents and saying, hey, you know, he's over there. Let me know if you have any, if you want to send him home or if you guys are going anywhere, I'll let you know if you can send him home around 530, that kind of thing. So it's like giving him kind of the freedom that I had, but then also 
big brothering him like crazy and just watching over him all the time. <clears throat> so anyways, back to phones. That was the whole reason we I went on that tangent there. Uh, one thing that I'm noticing, especially with, you know, the baby boomer generation and those are parents and those who were born during that time who have cell phones and, you know, they, they got cell phones when they were adults, uh, like in their forties. Uh, I find that they're starting to realize that they don't need a landline. I alluded to this yesterday that my parents get so many like solicitation calls each day, spam, spam phone calls on their landline. And they've had that number since, you know, I was a little kid. It's always been there. And these uh, spamming companies, these phishing companies, they, they just decide, you know, it's, my parents' number is probably on the primo top spot of their list because they get calls all the time and they know that the, the line's been in service for years. So they're starting to see, you know, I'll, I will purposely just continue to call my mom on her cell phone and my dad because I don't want them, you know, I don't need to use their landline because they have their cell phones with them. And so I'll just, I'll, you know, just subtle hints that, hey, mom, you probably really don't need that line anymore. My in-laws, for instance, they noticed that. I think they've been without their landline for uh, probably about four or five years. And that one was sad because that's the number I used to call to talk to my wife at like two in the morning. Oh, until two in the morning, I should say. I didn't call her at two in the morning. That would have been stupid. Her parents really wouldn't have liked me then. Don't worry, they do now. Anyways, so they saw that they really, you know, they both had their cell phones, easy way to get a hold of each other. Those who needed to get a hold of them had their numbers. And it just made sense to drop the landline. So they did. And my parents are getting my parents are getting really close. I think they'll be there probably in the next, you know, year, depending on if they, you know, take the hints and the persuasion by me that they really don't need it anymore. And I thought they would have by now because of the sheer number of insanity insane calls that they get every day uh but you know that's beside the point so honestly these days no one needs a landline for the most part i think what we may end up doing because uh well we were thinking about doing this until a few circumstances changes changed but back when we had like a family plan with our uh cell phone provider usually to add a line it's like 10 extra dollars a month. So we thought, well, let's just buy a phone or use one of our old phones and just get a new number, get a new uh, SIM card. And that could be our quote unquote home phone. And we just keep it at the house. It's always plugged in charging. And it is the home number. Like that is the main contact number, which I think that is probably a better way to go because then you can, if you need to, like in an emergency, you can take that phone with you as well. Uh, and I think a lot of people have done that. I, I haven't, I don't have any examples, but come on, that's too good of an idea, right? To not have had people do it already. So I think that's what we'll do. Let me know what you guys do with your phones because uh, I don't, you know, like I said, we're going to approach this soon, probably within the next six months or so. And we want to figure out what's the best way to to handle that. I'm kind of for that. I mean, Comcast still actually still gives you landlines and so does uh, we have CenturyLink here in Utah. 
the only two companies. Talk about that another day. But they uh, they will give you a landline. They will give you a hard line cell or a hard line uh, phone number for anybody to get a hold of you. Really, the verdict is they are completely unnecessary. You don't need them anymore unless you're running DSL. You know, that's the only reason those lines exist. And I, you know, when I bought my house, it was built in the mid '90s, so it's just plastered with phone lines all over the place. I'm opening up. We have about 30 different blank panels all over our walls, just in random spots. And I'm going, what the heck is this? And oh, it has a phone line behind it that no one uses anymore. So it's got a blank panel on it. That shows you how much the people before us use the phone. Now, I will say one last thing. I honestly think that it builds character with your children to know how far technology has come. So what we did is we bought we bought an old rotary phone that hangs on the wall and it's just for decoration, but it sits on the wall. And technically, if we got a, a, a phone line, we could use the phone. I think if we got one through CenturyLink, we could technically use that phone to dial. Uh, but right now, it's just a, a decoration. But I think it's good for, so those kids know, you know, this is what we used to deal with. This is what we grew up with. And this was always ringing. And this is what you used to communicate with others. I thought it was a cool idea. My wife actually came up with it. I thought it was an awesome idea because we kind of agree with each other on that stuff. So anyways, yes, cell phones are where they need to be and landlines are no longer needed. Let me know what you guys think in the comments. Uh, if you are on SoundCloud, you can comment directly on the track, which is really nice. I think in the app, you can do it too. Like in the actual SoundCloud app. I know if you're listening on iTunes or on the iOS podcast player, you can't do that. But what you can do, I believe, is you can go and review our channel and uh, let us know how we're doing. If you like it, awesome. If you don't, you know, rate us accordingly. Give us a star rating. And uh, then like and share. That's, I guess, if you like us, like and share. And also subscribe. The best thing is that there's so many podcast players out there, you can decide which one you like the best. And then you can subscribe to us because all you have to do is search for High Tech on Life, H-I Tech on Life, and we will show up and you can hit subscribe. Another cool thing about that is as soon as we drop a new episode, which happens every weekday, you can go back or you can jump into your podcast playing app and it's automatically right there and ready for you if you set it to automatically download it'll do that if you just want to stream it it's already already ready ready to go well thank you guys for tuning in be sure to check out our past episodes too last week we did a whole week on tesla that was really cool we've got a playlist up on soundcloud with all those episodes also go back and listen from the very beginning we do kind of these one-off episodes where we talk about one subject and we're always looking at those old episodes. And if you have a comment, please do. And we can use that in future episodes. Also check us out on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. Um, I'm trying to be a little more active on there, posting some cool stuff that I find, uh, giving suggestions to you about, uh, you know, different people to look at, different stories to read. Please follow us on there. 
uh, it'd be great to hear from you guys too. Like and subscribe on those as well. Like and share all the fun social media things you need to do. Well, anyways, I definitely appreciate you guys listening in. Have a great day and I'll talk to you in the next one. <laughs>